Hey, my friend, welcome to the Growth Vault Podcast. Josh here. I'm going to be super, super fast. Now, before I sunset this podcast and reveal all of the epicness that I have waiting for you, because I'm not going anywhere, I'm doubling, tripling, and quadrupling down. It's Joshua 2.0 coming at you. Uh, what I'm going to do is give you a gift. This is a gift to the world. Are you ready? It's called recession marketing. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, maybe you didn't hear that I've been doing trainings for a month inside of a Facebook group. It's free. Just look for recession marketing. However, the content's going to be pulled out of that group here very shortly. Now, as a gift to the podcast listeners, I'm going to publish the audio of all these trainings back to back to back to back. It's going to give you hours of juiciness, all kinds of things that will make you literally make you money uh, for real. So I haven't done something like this before. I hope you love it. Just remember this. In the show notes for this episode and all the episodes I'm going to publish, there's a link where you can actually watch the videos of this. Some of the content won't make as much sense because it's a video training and I show examples sometimes and I have doodles and things like that. So if you're confused on one, just click the link in the description. You can watch the video version of it. And also, don't forget to go to Watch Josh Pitch. Dot com. It'll make sense when you listen to some of these trainings where I'm going to break down how I put together a sales pitch for a program that's going to make a million dollars virtually instantly. So it'll all make sense as you after you go through all this content. Uh, listen to it while you can. You're not going to regret it. It's a big deal. Love you. Let's get started. Hey, you. Welcome back. Long time no see. Let's dig in. Ooh, baby. I'm going to show you my private notes. Uh, that were one over, actually over a year before we even tried to sell a product. The very first thing I did with the Kid War Plan launch was focus on word butter, focus on copy, messaging, positioning, and figuring out if I could create enough emotion for people to give me money for a thing. Because if you can't create enough emotion around your thing, it's really, really hard for it to be successful. Uh, most people think they're logical, but they're emotional. In fact, even with the way that I structure websites, I'll make about the top 80% of the website mostly uh, emotional entirely. And then the bottom 20% I use for logic, right? Because there are people that even though they're totally emotional, they think they're logical and they just want like the facts and the data. And so you'll let people bulletize, you make a list, you'll have your FAQs, you'll have certain logical reasons and justifications uh, defending your offer and things like that. Uh, but most of it's emotion, even logical people are emotional. So anyway, check this out. I've never sh shared this with anybody before. So the first thing I did that you can do, you should be like doing this for your business as you watch this training to get maximum value, okay? Uh, by the way, this video and all the other ones in this section and all the videos of recession marketing, there's certain PDFs and, and resources I have like to get an actual copy of this document. All the people in the Warplan Insiders are going to get actual PDFs of this stuff, which will make it easier because you can print it off and go and do it with it. Uh, but for the purposes of this video, grab a notebook and do uh, do this as we go. Okay. First thing you do is you make a list of other solutions to invalidate. So what does that mean? It means what are all the alternative things that your customer could do rather than give you money to solve the same problem? Or what are the things that they could do uh, other than give you money that they think solves the problem, but maybe they're solving the wrong problem, right? But you wanna make a list of every possible thing that they're thinking. So let's just go through my notes here. So first thing I thought was if I'm gonna sell something to parents, to help their kids, like what objections would they have or what other solutions are available to them? Well, church is one of them. Well, my kid, Johnny, he's a good little boy. He's in youth group, right? So I wrote youth group, but then I invalidated it. 
So if you look in the notes, it says 60% of pastors are addicted to pornography, which is true. Really, really not good, but it's true. Don't abdicate responsibility. So by the way, these notes were never intended to share with anybody. So this is my own wonky marbles in my brain to myself. So you're going to have to read between the lines. But I knew, okay, parents think, oh, well, you know, that your resource is cool, Josh, but my kid, he goes to church. He's a great kid. It's like, oh yeah, he goes to church. Well, here's something to think about. 60% of pastors are addicted to pornography. Number one, number two, you don't abdicate your responsibility as a parent to someone else. Like you are the parent, you be the parent, right? And so that idea, I can turn it into paragraphs of copy and storytelling. I can do parables and examples and principles. I can take just that first thing and turn it into a freaking blog post, right? The next one, my kids are already good. They're good kids. And then in parentheses, I put, it takes a single moment or choice to reverse that. Now at face value, you're like, what does this have to do with selling a journal? It has everything to do with selling anything. What I'm doing is invoking emotion, right? So I could write copy out that would say something like, you know, there's a lot of great kids out there. And, and then you wake up one day and it's like a light switch was flipped. It's like their, their, their eyes are glazed over. Like they became a zombie. Like what was the moment when it happened? Was it a single choice and they were with their friends? Was it the one week when you took your eye off the ball and you, you weren't paying attention to them and then they saw this thing they weren't supposed to see? And the, the principle is, is that, you know, one little decision can change the trajectory of our life. So it's our job as parents to make sure that our kids are positioned uh, with as much defense as possible on our part, but also that we're playing offense and giving them an unfair advantage, something like that, right? Then we have praying is all that's needed, right? Well, I pray for my kids. Well, faith without works is dead. That's a note to myself. Faith without works is dead. So like praying and hoping is cool. Hope, hope is good, right? But two farmers pray for rain. Only one of them puts seed in the ground. Which one had more faith? So two parents pray that their kid turns out good. One of them buys the kid war plan and actually works through it with their kid. Which one had more faith? The one that actually took action or the one that didn't? Whew, that's good. That's juicy. I don't think I actually used that in my copy, but that's good. Uh, and then the commit plans established. That's a whole thing I'm not going to get into, but that was a note to myself. Then I, it says, I already talk business with my kids, right? So yeah, well, my kid, you know, it's cool if they learn stuff about business and leadership and mindset, but we already talk about that stuff. So my objection to that was, yeah, you, you do, but it's not structured. It's not consistent. So there's not a cadence to it. It's not codified into a thing, a framework for them to start and stop and start and finish and accomplish, Right. Then we have, I can just buy them a book. I can just buy them other books. Your book is a hundred bucks. Like our kid war plans, 97 bucks. I didn't know that it would be that price at this time, but I knew we were gonna make it a premium thing just to polarize people and break their brain. Uh, but, but they're thinking I can buy lots of other books. There's lots of great kids books. So, so what I make the point in my copy with the kid war plan is that the kid war plan isn't a book. Oh, you thought this was a book? I'm so sorry. I must have misexplained. This isn't a book. It's a system. This is a component to an overall 90-day system to install principles and in, in ideas in your kid's head that they're never going to learn at school. Boom! Right? Now, listen. Think about this for your business. Okay? Uh, hobbies, sports, and coaches. They have all these other good influencers. Yeah, it's good, but it leaves out too much. It's not your full package. Okay? So invalidation is a good place to start. Then I would write, Objections. So you can see in here, I wrote down a bunch of objections that parents might have that they're too young to learn business. Money isn't everything. I don't have time. This is a big one. This turns out to be the biggest one. It's kind of sad, but it's true. So I deal with reality. So parents don't want to buy a kid war plan because they don't want their kid to like ask them questions. 
and bother them. How sad is that? But it's true, right? So I use that and a lot of my copy has been has been set in a way to be like, the best part about the kid war plan is that after you get your kid going on it, it's set it and forget it. And the kid war plan does all the work for you. And I use language like that because they're thinking this thought in their head, even though they don't know it, okay? Um, or my kid won't go through the material and I overcome that, I smash that too. Okay, so we got a list of objections, why people won't give you money. Like if you are a house washing company, what are the reasons people won't hire you to wash their house? Uh, there's really easy, easy, obvious ones, right? They're like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna get to it myself. No, you're not, right? We can do a whole freaking thing just around all the things that we've all said that we're gonna get to that we don't get to, right? So you have objection, you have response to objection, right? You have another solution like, well, I'm going to hire a cheaper company, right? And so then we invalidate that by, there's a hundred different ways to invalidate it, but you, I want you to be creative and think of them. I'll give a few examples as we go, but one way to invalidate price objection is talk about um, how it's not apples to apples, right? So it's like, well, yeah, you can buy a loaf of white bread, but like we're an artisan $7 loaf of bread. Like we're for, we're for more uh, discerning customers because you don't just get a house wash, you get our, the, the seven step house wash pro house total protection protocol, which yeah, it includes a house wash, but that's just the beginning. A house wash it really isn't even enough because it's going to get dirty really, really fast because they don't do the, the post spray treatment, which repels dust for longer. I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying you build these arguments out, right? This is how you get the word butter ready. This isn't even word butter yet. This is a framework to help you know what you're even supposed to be talking about in your copy. So after objections, I wrote a list of benefits for the kids, right? And problems that kids face. So, you know, make a list of benefits for your customer, right? If they did give you money, what are the things that could happen? And remember from previous trainings, not just the first order consequence, but the second and third order consequence, or another way to say it is the benefit of the benefit. So if they get their siding cleaned, that's the benefit, but that's only the first order consequence. That's like the obvious benefit. But because they have their siding clean, what other things are true, right? They have, they're more relaxed. They have peace of mind. They create envy among their neighbors. They can re remember that they're a responsible, serious homeowner who does the right thing, that they're, they're responsible. There's all these other feelings that can be created because they wash their siding, right? So for kids, I put the kids will have more respect. Uh, more confidence speaking to adults, more confidence getting friends, more confidence speaking up for themselves, more confidence making decisions. Your kids will become goal-oriented. Your kids will develop a positive attitude. They'll have more gratitude. You know, a part of our journal has a whole section for gratitude every day. It's called the caught being awesome section. But then problems for kids, you know, suicide and depression. They're disconnected even though they're in a totally connected digital world. Other problems are drugs, sex, being lonely, not having confidence, being unhealthy, childhood obesity. There's lots of problems and there's lots of problems for your customers too. They are so stressed out. They're underpaid, overworked. They are a normal human. Your customer, I don't care how fancy their house is, is a middle schooler, okay? They have core human emotions. So what problems are they facing? And you gotta think asymmetrically about it, not just I have mildew on my siding or whatever. You gotta go like the second layer, the third layer. And this, it's hard at first, because you're being the chess player who burns 10,000 calories a day when they're doing high-level chess tournaments. You haven't done this before. You haven't put this much thought. It's okay to get frustrated. What I'll do sometimes when I get stuck is I just stop. 
Don't get frustrated or mad or sad that you're stuck. It doesn't matter that you're stuck. You stop and then you come back to it with fresh eyes later, but keep working on these lists and they're going to get better. Now we're going to do a really kind of advanced one here, right? So then, then I made a list of what are called progressive agreements. Okay. Progressive agreements. Nobody, God, nobody teaches this stuff. This is how you make a lot of money. Okay. This is the way you make a lot of money. It's so sad. They're like, Oh, hire my SEO agency. Then it will be good. It's like, okay, this is where the money really is. Okay. What are the things your customer, if they believe to be true, would make it infinitely easier for you to sell your stuff to them? I'll say that again. This is a little, this is deep, but you're smart and you're, you got this. Okay. Ready? What types of things, if your customer believed them would put the ball all the way under the green so you can just tap it in the hole. We don't want to have to use, you know, a nine iron to close a sale. What we want to do is use our copy to get the ball two feet from the hole. So then you just tap it in. You just tap it, tap, tap, tap it in like happy Gilmore. Okay. So a progressive agreement, this will make sense after I explain the examples. So if, if I'm selling a book that teaches entrepreneurship and mindset and leadership, if I'm selling that book to a parent, if the parent, so instead of me saying, hey, buy this, here's a book, it exists, buy it. And it's a hundred bucks and there's no context and it's, it doesn't work. And this is what people do with their business. They don't paint the picture. There's no choir directing or choreography or massaging or structure into like how they got to the point to where they present the book and it's a hundred dollar book or a thousand dollar service that you do. Okay. So as we're talking to customers, whether it's on a website or in person with scripting and sales drills that you do with your sales team, you don't have to get them to agree to buy your stuff. What you do is you get them to agree to a progressive agreement. You, you stack progressive agreements. For example, let me ask you this. The first one here, it says it's never too young to learn business. If I'm talking to a parent and they already believe Oh, it's never too young to learn about business. If they believe that one thing, I'm going to get the sale. So it's not about buy my book. It's about getting them to believe that it's never too young to start learning about business. So the argument I'm making isn't to sell my book. That happens automatically. The argument I'm making is that it's never too young to learn a business, right? So th you got this totally changes how you sell what you sell. This is like, if your head's not exploding, I'm, I'm sorry, like watch it again, watch it again until you get it, okay? The next one says, it's risky to not teach your kids business. So that's like another level deep that's even more powerful of a progressive agreement. So if I'm talking to a parent, I'm like, hey, I'm Josh. Oh, you're you're Sam, nice to meet you, Sam. You got kids? Oh, you got kids, great. Let me ask you a question. Um, do you think that, that kids can be too young to learn about business concepts? And he's like, oh no, you can never be too young. In fact, I think it's risky for them to not learn business concepts when they're young. And I say, I, I, I couldn't agree more. If that guy believes that, I, he's buying 10 books and telling all of his friends to buy the books because it's not about the book. It's about like the belief that he already has that is, a, and you start stacking these, right? So in my copy, I'm helping them come to the conclusion that it's never too young to learn a business. It's actually risky for the, you to not teach your kids about business. 
And then business lessons are about much more than business. Teaching kids business isn't even about teaching kids business. It's about teaching them how to have confidence and how to be persuasive and how to present, right? About how, helping them have a little bit of bravado in the fact that they know things most college kids don't know, even though they're 11 years old, right? The world is, here's another progressive agreement. The world is changing rapidly and many will be left behind. First of all, that's 100% true. But for a parent that doesn't believe that, it's harder for me to sell my book to them. So in my copy or my email sequence or the Facebook Live I do, if I make the argument that the world's changing rapidly and many are gonna be left behind and I use statistics and data and facts and logic to substantiate that claim, if I get them to believe and agree with me and start nodding their heads saying, oh my gosh, that makes sense to me. Holy crap, my kids are screwed. They have no choice but to give me money. They have no choice but to give me money. They have to buy the book now because it, it makes no sense not to. They, you would feel uncomfortable not buying, right? Can you see it? The next progressive agreement. It's important that people develop real skills younger and younger. The next one. A confident kid leads to a better marriage, sex, less needy. So so this one's getting a little bit out there, but it's still 100% true, right? So I could do a whole sales page on really these individuals individually if I wanted to, and they would convert. And if you know, if I had a giant team for the Kid War Plan, that'd probably be a useful thing to do, right? But how could I sell a journal that teaches kids business, but, but do it by helping a, a, a man who's frustrated with his sex life understand that like getting your kid to level up gives you a better sex life? Because I can make that argument all day long, right? When your kid's not so needy and they do, and they're and that you know that you don't have to worry that they're doing the wrong things and that they're proactive, they become producers, not consumers, and so they're more helpful around the house. They're more respectful, so the stress level goes down, and your wife is like more available, right? Like you, could, that's not a stretch. It's interesting, but the the reason I well, it, these are just my actual notes. I did not make this note for this. I do all my notes on this iPad app called GoodNotes, and it's just easy for me to do the training like this, but this is just the actual notes from like 2020, okay? Anyway, being proud of your kids is good, healthy, and not bad. So some people feel like, oh, I have white privilege, and I'm, I feel bad that my kids can afford a $100 book. And I think that's a, a lesser one, but I put it on there because I know that that's a thing people think. And so I got to help them understand that like being proud of your kids and giving them every unfair advantage, it doesn't make your kid better than anybody else. It doesn't make you a better parent, but it does, it's evidence that you love your kid. And why would you not do everything in your power to help you know build a foundation for your kid, basically? Giving unfair advantage is good and right. Okay, so that's progressive agreements. This one little piece of this one video could change your life for the rest of your life if you get it, if you get it. Be because not to mention the fact that you now know things that literally almost no one knows that I have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars not just learning it, okay? Learning is one thing. You know, there's different ways to learn. You learn about, you learn of, you learn by, you learn from, and you, so anyway, the 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 best form of learning because learning right now you're learning about this word butter copywriting framework concept you're learning about that ain't the same thing as learning by learning about something and learning of something or learning from someone these are all good but the most powerful form of learning is learning by doing let you learn by doing which is what i've done for 15 years with all these different things that i've done so this isn't abstract theoretical stuff this business i'm breaking down for you i did this didn't even have a product built, launched it, and instantaneously built a million-dollar business 
the first time I ever sold an e-commerce product because it doesn't matter if it's an e-commerce product or it's a service or it's anything. It's all the same thing. You solve a problem, you understand the emotion, you understand how to use inception to get inside their head. You know how to enter the conversation already happening in your customer's mind. Are you getting this? Are you guys getting this? Come on, you're getting this, right? Are you with me? Okay. Then I made a list of other problems, which you know I had already done sort of with the problems for kids, but I, I did it more. And what I was trying to do is create an enemy. Um, so I talked about the, in the macro, micro, nano framework, I taught in that video, it's in the, the guides, I forget which one, but it's macro, micro, nano. I read a sentence from a guy named Blair Warren. So people will do anything for those who encourage their dreams, you know, allay their fears, uh, ju uh, confirm their suspicions, uh, justify their failures and help them throw rocks at their enemies. That's it. in a different video I explained that. This is me implementing that with the kid war plan, right? So here's some problems for kids. Smog. Smog is an acronym I came up with that is our enemy. It's actually not my enemy. It's the enemy of my avatar. So it's the enemy of a parent. So a parent that wants their kids to succeed. Who's my customer's enemy? Well, I invented one. I actually didn't invent it. They are, this really is an enemy to my avatar, but I proprietized by making an acronym called SMOG. SMOG is an acronym for schools, the media, other people's opinions, and big government. And these are all emotionally juiced things, um, but I, I made it simple, right? So simplicity is ultimate sophistication. So instead of just randomly doing all this stuff, it's like when you buy the kid war plan, you're fighting back against SMOG. We don't want our kids walking through a sea of smog. Isn't that beautiful? It's such a big deal. And when I, when I, when I thought of that, it's been almost a couple of years now, I guess, when I was writing these notes, I almost fell out of my chair because I'm like, duh, bleh, that's so big. Like that one acronym is worth millions of dollars, millions of dollars, not even just for this product, for all the other products we're going to create for families and everything. It's like, we can, we're going to have merch and swag and smog, 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 and all this stuff and kid warriors, you know, defending off the smog. And so another problem is not being prepared for adulthood. Uh, another problem is no kid in basement. You don't want your kid in your basement at 40 years old, eating hot pockets saying that, you know, you know, he needs Bernie Sanders to, you know, make him successful by canceling his student loans. Okay. We don't, we don't want to do that on purpose with our kids. Right. But our kids also need to be more respectful. You know, kids aren't the same level of respectful as they were in 1950. Right. Things are a little different. Parent parents are also horrible today compared to 1950 in the kids defense, by the way. Um, <laughs> they didn't have social media either. All these things. Right. Um, and then I made myself a note. See this little asterisk right here, right, right here, this little asterisk. It says, review all copy through the eyes of a suspicious prospect. This was me reminding myself as I was writing this because it's so abstract and I didn't even have my product built yet. So, so I'm reminding myself, I need to review all the copy through the eyes of a suspicious, through the eyes of a suspicious prospect. Do that, right? When you're talking about your house wash and your grill cleaning and your whatever you do and you're a roofer, doesn't matter, retaining walls, carpet cleaning, doesn't care if you're a realtor and you're trying to get someone to hire you. When you start getting into the emotional stuff, all of this applies for every single thing, okay? Think of how you're saying it and how it would sound to someone who's kind of like, hmm, I don't know about you because that's exactly how they're looking at you, right? At least at first. Okay, then I made uh, the encourage dreams part, the confirmed suspicions part, the justify fails part, and the allay fears part. So the encourage dreams, 
is where I will write copy about imagine what it's going to be like when your kids are self-sufficient, right? Imagine how proud you're going to be knowing that you're raising the most respectable kids in your neighborhood. Uh, like, like how epic of a parent are you for giving your kids every, every single advantage possible, even though it might financially hurt in the short term? Um, you'll be known as a great parent. So I'm trying to think of what desires or dreams or positive future-based things does my avatar, a parent, want? Well, they want their kid to be self-sufficient. They want to be respectable. They want to look like they're a good parent to their peers. Those are what those are. Confirm suspicions. The schools want control of what your kid learns. It's true. The conspiracy theory is true. The government wants more power than you over your kids, which is true. I'm not going to get political here, but I already, I already told you who I am. I can't not be what I am. I'm sorry. And even if you hate everything I stand for, you're still going to make a whole bunch of money off this anyway. But I could talk for an hour on how the government wants more control over your kids than, than you and how evil that is and diabolical. But it has to be confirmed in their suspicions because it creates so much emotion and then, then I go to where I, I word butter and I artic articulate the truth of that claim in a way that flows. And it's like poof, magnet magnetism. Okay, confirm the suspicions that your friends will be jealous. That when your kid starts freaking crushing it, they're going to be like, hey, aren't you being a little too hard on Billy? He's just a kid. The reason they're saying that is because they want to be lazy, crappy parents, and they're trying to pull you down and throw pebbles at you for doing more as a parent, right? And they're anyway, justify failures. So you don't have time to create a custom curriculum. So the failure is, is why doesn't your kid already know this? What, what are you doing, right? Well, it's not their fault, right? Because mom and dad both work. They're paying their bills. They have pressure. They have their own childhood trauma. They're just trying to do the best they can with what they got, right? So I need to talk about that so that they don't feel guilty for having not solved this problem on their own. Of course you didn't solve this problem on your own, right? You can't create a custom curriculum. By the way, no one taught you this stuff, so you had to learn the hard way. That's the next thing it says. You tried in the past to teach your kids business, but it bored them. And that's not your fault. It's just you didn't understand the concept of edutainment. And the kid war plan system, not book, it edutains your kids or it's teaching them stuff. But that's why we built a video series that goes with every book shot by my 14-year-old son at the time, uh, making it really fun and gamifying it and stuff. Allay fears. So they're thinking, well, if I teach my kids all this stuff, they're just going to be all psycho about money, 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 money. So I smash that. Young kids can't handle this. I smash that. Um, and by smash, meaning make them feel better about their fears, allay their fears. Imagine you're carrying the weight of a fear. I want to take the weight off your shoulders. Like, oh, no, no, I totally get why you have that fear. The problem is, is like it's, to you're total it's not an actual real thing. So we can take that off. That's not a real thing. That's not a real thing, right? These fears aren't real. This one's sort of real, but it's only half as much as you think. And so I'm, laying, I'm making the load lighter in their brain, right? Um, okay. Then I did throw rocks at the enemy, which is smog, schools, the media, others, the government. I broke down all the different subcategories of what the media means, right? I can do whole Facebook ads about how YouTuber culture is making your kids... Uh, it's setting a lot of kids up to be total failures at life who are depressed and miserable, full of anxiety and will achieve and accomplish nothing and, and blah, 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 blah. Right. And for all these things, you, you get the idea, but who is the enemy of your customer? The enemy could be their neighbors, not literal enemy, but you know, sub subversive kind of psychological enemy. It could also be the destruction of their property. So if you do any kind of home maintenance, we got to really like dial in on who the enemy is. And it could be 
insects or it could be rot or it could be the, the builder of their house, right? It could be like the builder used this material instead of this material. And because of that, it's, it's almost impossible to keep the mildew off your siding until now because we have a three step something, something, something. So you're positioning like, yeah, this guy screwed you over. Screw that guy. But luckily for you, we can still solve it here. Or your neighbors are judging you and need, they need to mind their own business. But in the meantime, we help you take care of business, right? Does that make sense? Okay. Uh, the next section isn't, isn't my copy notes. This is when I started making a list of what I think I was going to teach in the kid war plan. Uh, most of this stayed in there. Uh, but this was me building structure and just some other random notes. Okay. I wrote a little headline, a quest for becoming more than average. Make new friends and defeat normal. It's not even very good, but it's on here. <laughs> right. And then look, I, I even made a note. Free resource, cut through the smog. Shocking four-part video series that uncovers the dark agenda behind the schools, the media, popular opinion, and big government that aims to use your kids as fodder to further their own causes. Warning. These these videos hold nothing back and expose the shadowy culture war fighting for your kids' hearts and minds. The dark crusade against Christians, conservatism, and capitalism, and how to fight back. So these are on the aggressive side, but I can promise you one thing. I never actually use these yet, but they're here because I will. And when I do, you can, you, I think we know what'll happen, right? Facebook probably ban the ad, but if they don't ban the ad, there'll be a gajillion comments of people arguing, oh, give me a break, you, you know, blah, 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 boo-hoo for you. There's no conspiracy, right? But then the other half of the people are like, there is one, there is one. And they're going to argue and they're all going to click and watch it. And then they're going to buy the stuff. Can you see it? Okay. They're going to buy the stuff. I can promise you that. And to land the plane on this, can't believe I'm sharing all this. This is freaking insane is I did a list of psychological triggers and you need to write these down. Okay. Cause this video, you're not going to get the PDF unless you join the war plan insiders, but the psychological triggers. And then I wrote examples. Now I didn't use all these and no one has ever seen these before. And I'm going to actually read all of them. And then the numbers next to them was me going back with fresh eyes saying, how much does that one hit me in the gut? And if it was a five, I was like, there's some juice in there. doesn't mean it should be the finished version should be written exactly like that. I would have changed it and modified it and improved it again before I'd use it. But here's a psychological trigger. So a trigger is something that makes people's animal brain activate. Basically it creates emotion and it makes them pay attention. So here's the first one, feeling of involvement or ownership. This is a psychological trigger. When you make someone feel involved or ownership of something. Okay. When you do that, even if it's an employee at work and you're like, Hey, can I talk to you for a second? Look, Thank you. The way you've been showing up this last week is like breaking my brain. I'm so grateful. You're totally crushing. I just want to make sure you know that I've seen that. You're such a critical part of what we're doing here, man. I just want to tell you that privately. So have a good rest of your day. I'll see you when you get back. If you do that, that is ninja level leadership. That's what it is because dopamine, serotonin, there's stuff happening in their brain, chemicals. It changes their whole behavior. They show up for the rest of the day different. Well, the same is true when you're selling stuff. Here we go. Even good parents have been duped into the endless pursuit of more and mindless consumption while our children, our legacy, are left to be spoon-fed misinformation from the system. Okay, so that was my example at the time. Honesty. 
honesty is also a psychological trigger. In fact, one of the reasons recession marketing is going to be so effective on launching Warplan Insiders is because of the abnormally gigantic amounts of total transparent, raw, brutal honesty that I'm giving you as I do all this. It's not super shiny and I'm perfect and, and, and I know all this stuff and you got to pay me and I'll teach you this stuff. It's just like, here's the reality. Here's all a bunch of stuff I know. And if you want to actually like commit to implementing these things in your business and not just consuming it for entertainment, then like join my program and you'll make a whole bunch of money, period. It's like really simple, but that because it's honest, it's a trigger. It makes people be like, whoa, wow. Wow, right? Okay, so this is, let's see. Okay, one of the low points for me was when I was trying to fix my struggling software business and after a long day, my son asked me if he could buy an hour of my time to play with him. In addition to this, in addition to this shame-fueled wake-up call, I remembered how the night before I spent two hours getting drunk and I looked at porn. Something had to change. Guess what? Get guess what? That piece of copy is totally different than 99% of something someone would see on the internet, especially selling a book. Now, there's risk in doing it, right? But but for the person that it speaks to like a dog whistle, okay? For the dad who is struggling with something, they have no choice but to give me all their money and buy the stuff because it's so raw and transparent. Okay, I'm just saying. I will give you some guidelines though. Just as a side note disclaimer, because I don't want 17 people to jump on Facebook and be like, I'm struggling with this and I have overdrafted my bank account. And like the purpose of being honest isn't just to be honest. You use it as part of a strategy and being honest is effective. But here's the rule. You never share something you haven't conquered yet, right? So if, you, if you're going to make a video on like how to not be depressed, but you're still suicidal, that's a bad idea. It's a bad idea for the person trying to get advice from you because you haven't solved anything. And it's a bad idea for yourself because uh, you'll embarrass yourself. So anyway, that's just a side note. Another psychological trigger is credibility. Even though I started out as a pizza delivery driver, uh, I had really started to figure this entrepreneur stuff out. By then, I had already built and sold three successful companies doing multiple millions per year in sales. And I had a million downloads of my podcast and a beautiful castle house I paid cash for. But somehow I had still missed the point. My kids. So what I'm doing is establishing authority, right? But I do it in a way through a story, but I still suck because I miss my kids, right? Value and proof of value. Okay, the average cost of a four-year degree is $122,000. And what's worse is the mind-bending liberal indoctrination they throw in for free. <laughs> my oldest son, Maverick, is on track to have over $50,000 of his own money saved up by the time he reaches 18 years old. It'll be 100 plus. This needs to be updated. The simple strategies and ideas I taught him are all contained in the kid war plan for less than half the price of an Xbox. That's a really good one. Probably should have gave that a five instead of a four. But what I'm doing is I'm helping create contrast, right? On the price of other things. The average cost of a four-year degree is this giant number. And they're going to mess your kid's values up anyway. My kid will make a bunch of money, right? And everything I've taught my kid who can make a bunch of money, you can get it for your kid for less than the price of an Xbox thing you already bought. That's super dumb, right? Justify the purchase is another one. I felt so relieved and proud when I finally organized all my thoughts and lessons into this war plan for my kids. Now you can get it too instantly and give your kids an unfair advantage. I put unfair, secret, valuable, different. I was trying to word butter it a little bit. Establish authority. Okay, I'm not going to read them verbatim, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to scroll down the list so you can see each one. The next one is 
write a blurb of text establishing your authority, okay? Because it's a psychological trigger. Write another blurb of text, satisfaction conviction. Uh, that one's weird, so I'll read this one to you, okay? So I hope one day to meet you and shake your hand in person so we can both reminisce about how satisfying it felt to empower our kids in this way. Just imagine the feeling of seeing your young adult children being totally self-sufficient and well-equipped to walk in a world of propaganda and fake news with confidence. It's pretty good. I haven't, I haven't read these in a while. Um, that's what satisfaction conviction means for reference when you try to make your version of it. Nature of the product. You basically just talk about the product. You know what? This video will be long, but I'll read them really fast. By taking what I've learned... By selling millions of dollars in education to small business owners. Okay, so look what I did here. The, 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 I, hand to God, this is my actual note. This hasn't been modified at all. But I scratched through that and I wanted to change it to helping educate thousands of instead of selling millions of dollars in education too. So I'm not trying to establish authority here and I don't want it to come across as douchey. So when I first read it out, I went back and I read it and I'm like, no, no, no. Kirk. So instead, this should read with my update. I'm talking about the nature of the product, okay? And like what it is. By taking what I've learned, by helping educate thousands of small business owners and combining that knowledge with the psychology behind why video games are so addictive, the Kid War Plan is able to deliver age-appropriate but time-tested knowledge and principles in a fun and gamified way. That's some fire. Current fads, these are really powerful. You can use current fads in your marketing all the time. So like when the queen died, there's things that you could do. Not that you should. It has to make sense for your personality type and your brand. But like there's stuff that's always happening and you can like have a thought of the day but attach it to a current fad which makes more people pay attention to it because it's a thing at that moment. Kind of like how I named this recession marketing. You know, in the future when everything's crushing it, uh, it won't be as powerful, right? Then I call it asymmetrical marketing again. Okay, the largest YouTube channels for kids feature geniusly produced but fantasy-laden ideas about how life, money, and business should work, and the kids are eating it up. Mr. Beast has over 40 million subscribers, and although it's generally good-natured content, it teaches kids that recklessly spending millions of dollars is normal, and that performing wild public antics for clicks and attention is good. Whew, that's a five. That's a good one. Timing. So timing is a psychological trigger where you're trying to help people understand that like they stumbled upon your offer at the perfect time. You sh they should always feel like that as, as often as possible. So for, for the kid war plan, I put every generation worries about the one that is to follow. However, I think you would agree that we are currently living in some of the most perilous times in history. Our kids need to be equipped to navigate the world and economy turned upside down by technology, political unrest, and influencer culture. The best time to arm our kids with the wisdom they need is yesterday. The second best time is now. Pretty simple though. Right, you can do this for freaking maid service. Same thing. You 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 can use simplified versions of this. Uh, inside the Warplan Insiders, we're gonna work in like cohorts and groups and like actually be sharing these things and installing finished versions of this over six months. Just saying. Um, desire to belong. I grew up with friends and family on both sides of the political aisle, but today things are more divisive and emotionally charged than ever before. If we don't tell our kids precisely who they are, Hollywood will do it for us. And that's not an option. The Kid War Plan community is a tribe of like-minded people and carves out a space for people like us. Whew, that's good. OK, 
God, that's good. So desire to belong. They want to be part of a tribe, a community. So if you sell really expensive stuff, you create a tribe around the affluent, right? And you lean into those things that make the tribe the tribe. Like, like people like us do things like this. People like us, we don't go with the chuck in the truck. And you can do that by telling a story. Let's say you sell a $2,000 house wash. You can tell a story in a sales video or anything where you tell a story about how one time in 1973, you had the option to buy a $2,000 Ford F-150 that was a beater, broke it down, or to get a little bit of debt and to buy a $5,000 version. And you remember your grandma who grew up in the Great Depression said, don't get into debt, don't do it. And so you listened to her and you got it. And for the next 24 months, the bane of your existence and the most annoying part of your life was that stupid truck that ended up costing you $10,000 just to keep the thing running. So the lesson I learned as a small boy that I brought to this business is that, you know, cheap ain't done good and good ain't done cheap. And that's our philosophy with this business. I just made that up. And then, and then so people like us, because I know this now, we know that it's worth getting the premium version of it, desire to belong. Okay, curiosity, uh, sense of urgency. I'll read the ones that are marked five. So sense of urgency. If you study elite generationally wealthy families, you'll quickly discover one of the common traits among all of them. They're committed to passing along secret knowledge starting at an early age to their children. You probably don't have time to compile and organize decades of practical life and business advice into a system for your kids like the war plan. But luckily for you, I'm happy to share my family's private resource with you. Because frankly, it's time for people like us to act now, get off the bench, and start playing offense. This is money. So hard to think about how to say these nice buttery things. Once they exist, though, they make money. I I haven't even... This is kind of like shameful. I shouldn't admit this, but I've actually never updated the copy on the Kid Warplane website ever in one year. I should have. We're just busy building other bigger companies and pursuing bigger opportunities. So we ship out all these books. We're in all 50 states and 19 countries, and it's happening. And you got to understand, this is the first version of it, the first iteration of it. There's not been split tests. I could go back through and find all kinds of mistakes in my copy, right? Because I built that funnel myself. I did it quick over the course of a week, put it up. It's been up for over a year and it's just sitting there. But because I know these principles, I knew that it would work. I didn't know exact metrics of how the economics would work, but it works, right? It makes money. Instant gratification, exclusivity and rarity, simplicity. The beautiful part about the war plan is in its simplicity. There's just three parts, vocabulary, video lessons, and community. Guilt, that's a powerful one. (laughs) I said I'll read the five, so I'll read this. No amount of success in business can make up for failure in the home. Look, I made myself a note to add the quote. So I actually heard this from Russell Brunson, but Russell Brunson got this quote, I think from one of the leaders of the Mormon church that no amount of success in business can compensate for failure in the home. And so I made myself a note because I always try to give credit where I learn things because no one does because they have an ego and it's super dumb because everybody that learned everything literally learned it from someone else. So I try to always give credit. And if you learn something here and then you go and you teach someone it and act like you're all awesome, you're definitionally low level. I'm just saying, just saying, give credit where credit's due. The worker is worthy of its wages. I'm just saying. I just think it's interesting anyway. Um, but I'm far from being a perfect husband or father, but by God, I'm going to make sure my kids have every advantage possible. And I want you to have the same resource. One of my favorite quotes is that 10 out of 10 people die. 
I don't know about you, but I refuse to look back in my life knowing I could have done more to prepare my kids. Now, keep in mind, this is a guilt psychological trigger. Can you feel it? Just playing catch or buying video games for your kids is not enough. They need an upgraded mindset and an arsenal of business principles to position themselves to win. Pretty good. So these are some other general notes. There's not particular uh, lessons in it. I think to tell me if any of the following is true is a good thing to put on your website. Um, tell me if the following is true. You've contacted contractors in the past and they never called you back. They can click a button. It's like, yep. Then the next one might say, you've talked to contractors in the past and they changed the price on you at, at the end. Yep. Done that. Tell me like, right. Or you can do the negative ones or the positive ones. Right. You know, and that this is our version of it. I think some of these are on the website, right? So at the bottom, I don't know if all of them are, I don't remember, but it says you want less screen time for your kids. You want your kids to have a leg up on their peers. You want to, you want impressive kids when they're around adults. Your child needs to be a have a boost in confidence. Your child needs different or better friends. Your child needs real goals. Your family wants to be known in the community as achievers and world changers. You want your kid to play less video games, right? So as they're like self-diagnosing themselves, like, hey, tell me if this is true. If it's not, it's totally cool. But if it is, like, probably, like, probably should buy a kid war plan and give me money. And then they're like, oh my god, I want this. So now I have to buy it and give them money, right? So. The rest is a bunch of other random notes on me messing with business model and stuff. But that's it, okay, for this video. This was just the first freaking one, okay? that was This was a little heavy and deep. I'm going to show you some simpler ones, uh, some other copywriting systems and frameworks that I've used. And, and some of these resources that I've learned are what really turned into this big thing. And I think it'll break it down in a way that makes it a little bit more consumable for you so you can apply it. It's going to be freaking awesome. And I will see you in the next video. Bye.